We make big, long plans for people. And we're, we're planning for people for 10, 15, 20 years. But there's things that we have to implement every single year. And a lot of it is very time sensitive. And so there's things that we need to do within a calendar year or at a certain time of the year. And so year end is when we do a lot of things. They say timing is everything, which is most definitely the case when it comes to year-end financial planning. In this episode, Josh brings us his top six end-of-year considerations as we bring 2022 to a close. Today is a comprehensive to-do list related to taxes, retirement account distributions, and charitable giving. You're also going to learn why it's time to look at your Medicare coverage, why now is a time to harvest losing stock picks, and when it makes the most sense to opt for a Roth IRA conversion. Oof, this is going to be a good one. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. And for the last few decades, he's the one helping find folks like you thrive in your retirement. Me, I'm Dave, Josh's longtime friend, co-host, and fan of water balloon slingshots. So now, that me, that you, that me, end this introduction so we can talk all about year-end planning. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. Josh loves a good slurp. When uh, Landon was little, did you guys read the David books at all? Oh, yeah. I feel like when I just said, oh, David, it was kind of like how <laughs> Zach, I think to this day at eight, would still read the oh, David books if we didn't get rid of them for him. They always gross me out, though. <laughs> like, Yeah, they're always about picking noses. Yes, and Just raunchy stuff. Yeah. So you and I just finished lunch, and I have like everything else, a needless story about it. But this is the first time you have had this restaurant. This is a go-to for Missy and I. I have terrible eaters as children. One of the few meals they will eat is tacos, just traditional ground beef tacos, like the little seasoning packet with ground beef. And they don't even like the shells. They just like the meat and then like chips and guac. Well, you have it so often. I mean, it's I don't mind that stuff. I grew up with that. Yeah. I can't eat it anymore. Like no. we've had it so often. It's just repulsive. So it's gotten so bad. <laughs> Where now, if it's Taco Tuesday, if we're having tacos in the house, we feed the kids that, and Miss and I will actually order from this restaurant. <laughs> we went to Guac and Tacos for lunch today, and it was phenomenal. Phenomenal is the right word. I am no stranger to tacos, as you can imagine. Aaron, you know I love tacos. Uh, and you, Why would Aaron know you love tacos? Well, because she knows I love food. Yeah, and so I naturally love tacos. Do you think she's going to make that extrapolation? What does that mean? She's going she's gonna to... <laughs> It's like Big Word Friday here in the office. I don't know. You know today we're talking about year-end planning, 
and Dan was just here in the office, and Dan is a podcast subscriber, mm-hmm. and he apparently commented to Aaron, because we told him we were going to talk about year-end planning. Yeah. What's Dave going to know about year-end planning? Uh, let me correct you. I'm pretty sure his comment was, I bet Dave is the one that knows all about year-end planning. We'll be teaching Josh. I think it was a facetious sound, though. Listen, I can pick up on sarcasm, and I picked up no sarcasm there whatsoever. No. I'm just extrapolating. <laughs> but yes, Guac and Tacos was delicious. You have had a client event there in, in the summer, and you're doing another one here come in October. And uh, I will be going to that one. I'm sure you will be. Yes. I'm sure you will be. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll have some value there. I'll maybe talk to people or give an introduction or sign autographs. <laughs> I'm not sure here. So you uh, you have a, a story on here that you mentioned you wanted to talk yes, about. It's so it's it's pretty cute. Episode twenty one, we talked about the Secure Act, but specifically during our segment of Get to Know Josh and Dave, the question that was picked was, "What is something that you never received as a child that you always wanted?" And so I I went the route of a water balloon slingshot was something that I always wanted heading up to Door County, and I never got. I got a text message from my dad the other day. Actually, let me read it here really quick. This is a text message probably took him a long time to type. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right, Big Mike? I mean, Dad, I still have to teach you the difference between a text message and email. I'll get to that eventually. But <laughs> this message said, hey, a surprise is headed your way. You should receive it by Friday. We are never too old to outgrow our childhood dreams. Let me know when it arrives. Love you. And I thought, okay. My dad's the best. We even talked about it in the podcast. I didn't get the water balloon slingshot because my dad didn't want me to get it. It's because my mom didn't want to get it. So, old man, if that is, in fact, what you sent me, we are going to have lots of fun. We're going to start pegging people here outside the <laughs> building when it arrives. There's a funeral home across the street from our office. We could, <laughs> man, big funeral days. We're just launching water yes. balloons. We could probably hit the gas station from here if you try. Oh, we could. But uh, we won't do that. No, 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 no. We are nothing but professionals here. (laughs) So what do you think he's going to send you after we talk about year-end planning? Well, let's hold that off until the day relates to retirees because there may be a nice little segue. How's that big word for you, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) In high school is when you and I became friends in the 90s, you know. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I remember was this big word that you taught me that to this day I still use. Yes. And it was a common word between all of our friends. I had no idea what it was until I heard, I think you use it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what this word was? I mean, there's a few. There's therefore, hence, there's, oh, wait, 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 Um, foreshadowing? No. No. There's a plethora. Yes. That was the word that I had no idea what it was. And I heard you guys were like... Thought this was the greatest word yeah. ever. I thought if I'm going to hang out with these guys and they want them to make me think I'm cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the verdict's still out on that whole you being cool thing. But I will say this. we I do feel like we are the most prepared today than we've ever been for an episode. Yeah. I am so confident in what we're talking about. So today's topic, let me introduce today's topic here. And... Our office gets really, really busy this time of year. My dad used to always say, after Labor Day, all of a sudden the phones start ringing. And it still holds true because people come out of that summer mode and they kind of get back to business a little bit. But it's really October and November, our office is just nuts. And that's because of year-end planning. There's a lot of things that... You know, we make big, long plans for people, 
and we're, we're planning for people for 10, 15, 20 years, but there's things that we have to implement every single year. And a lot of it is very time sensitive. And so there's things that we need to do within a calendar year or at a certain time of the year. And so year end is when we do a lot of things. And the reason we do it at year end is because we know what's happened that year. I mean, we if we did it in February, we don't know what's going to happen the next 10 months of the year. But by the time we get to October or November, we can make a pretty good estimate of what's going to happen in the last month or so of the year. Does that make sense, Dave? Well, yeah. It's not called beginning of the year planning. No. Yeah, no. It's not. No, it's not. It's it's end of the year. Yeah. It's much harder to extrapolate the farther out you go that's from the beginning of the year yeah, through is, to the end of the year. That is number three already. So what are some things that we look at? for the end of the year. A lot of these are tax-related because of their... Hashtag tax nerd. Hi, Al. By the way, I am just this close to getting him to record taxes and O's for me. Yes. So if I get it, it's going to be great. Okay. But a lot of these are tax-related, and that's because of the, the tax deadline of December 31st for a lot of things. So I want to go through these a little bit. And one of the first, and we talked about this a lot, in fact, we've done whole episodes on this, is converting to a Roth IRA. Oh, I thought you were going to go with pudding cakes. We have not done a whole episode on it. We haven't talked about pudding cakes in a while. Yeah. But you know what I might love as an adult more than pudding cakes? Taxes? No, uh, Roth IRAs. Oh, <laughs> So, oh man, do I need a, a hashtag Roth nerd? <laughs> hashtag Roth nerd. Let's see if I can get Al to do that okay. one. But the conversion of a Roth IRA is essentially, we've talked about this, taking money out of your traditional IRA and moving it to a Roth. And you do this for tax purposes. So you pay the taxes now so that you don't have to in the future. And the deadline is you if you're going to do it in a year and have it show up on this year's tax return, you have to do it before the end of the year. So what we do in our office is we look and we say, okay, here's all the income we have so far for the year. If we add, you know, $10,000, $20,000, $200,000 of Roth conversion, what does that do? So what, is, what tax impact does that have? Mm -hmm. And then we compare it to if we don't do anything, what it would be in the future. And we have pretty sophisticated but yet easy to understand tools that help us walk through all of that. So... Roth IRAs, that's that's the first one, converting to a Roth. Yeah. Now, that conversion can change every year. Those are decisions you have to make every year. So that's why doing things by the end of the year is important. The next one is a big deal that few people think about and probably more people should do, and that's tax loss harvesting. Hashtag tax nerd. Yeah, we're gonna, he's going to come in a lot today. Okay, maybe I'll just hold off on hitting that button again. No, I think you just yeah. hit it. You might just want to hold it down. Okay. Um, tax loss harvesting is only done in non-IRA accounts. Or th so they're in non-qualified accounts. So if you want to think of your individual, your joint, your trust, things along those lines. And if you're holding equities um, or even you know anything that's gone up or down in value – now is a time that you can actually sell some losers. So what does that mean? Well, you may have these large capital gains. So you may have, especially if you've held stock for a long time, you may have some losers that you can sell to offset some of those gains. And there's a way to do that pretty systematically. And tax loss harvesting some years can be really beneficial. Some years tax loss harvesting can be not as beneficial. It never hurts you. But this is going to be a year with all the volatility that we've had. 
tax loss harvesting is going to be really important for people. Can you give me some examples of these? You, did you use the word equities? Equities. Equities are stocks. Okay, so, so not uh, like my if my house has lost value. I, this has nothing to do with no. So okay. let me let me put this in perspective. So let's say someone bought Apple in 1985, and now they're a gazillionaire. If they were to sell that, they'd have to pay taxes on that gain. Capital gains. Capital right? gains. Yeah. Capital gains. But let's say they bought something. I don't know. Blockbuster. You, block. They bought blockbuster. <laughs> block, I don't even blockbuster stocks still around. <laughs> they bought something that is way down in value. Now may be a time that they can sell that stock that's way down in value, and they're going to get a capital loss. And they can sell some of the shares of Apple or whatever they have as a gain, and they can offset the gain with the loss. Okay. Now people will say, well, what if I still want to hold Apple? Well, there's things that we can do to talk about that and, and to make that happen in the future. But this money that you have these huge gains in, unless your sole goal is to gift it to your children or to somebody else or to a charity, if you're going to end up spending that money, and that's the most people want to spend their money or yeah. at least have the ability to spend their money, we have to find a way to, to pay the taxes or get it out in the cheapest way possible. So tax loss harvesting is something that you have to do before the end of the year, and there's some, some time sensitivity to that. End of the year is also the deadline to take RMDs, or required minimum distributions. And this year, it's going to be even more important for people. People who are, have their own IRAs, they're over the age 72, they're used to taking RMDs. But there's one specifically that I want to point out, and that is for inherited IRAs. We talked a little bit about this with the SECURE Act in a mm -hmm. prior episode. The SECURE Act changed the RMD rules for inherited IRAs. And what it said was you had 10 years to take the money out. Well, originally we thought, hey, within the 10 years, you got to take the money out. They don't care if you do it all in year one or all in year 10 or somehow spread it out. Well, the IRS has since, um, two years later, come out with guidance on how that should be done. And they want you to take out over that 10-year period. So equal amount, equal right? amount. So there, if you have inherited money, someone who passed away from 2020 on to now, we need to you you need to make sure that you're taking those required distributions out, because um, if you don't, it is the single largest penalty the IRS imposes. And so what they do is they tax you still as if you should have taken them out, and then they impose a fifty five zero percent penalty on oh, top of the tax. My, oh my. So. You don't want to mess around with required minimum distributions. So that's wow. something that we want to make sure gets cleaned up and gets taken care of. One of, one of your most popular quotes from that episode was... Oh, I have many. Well, you do. There's two. But one was, you know, with the government giveth, they also taketh away. But the other one was, with the SECURE Act, um, people could end up paying significantly more taxes that they don't want to pay if they're not paying attention. Sometimes I just get teary-eyed that you, you listen to me. Well, you know... Um, Josh, uh, just a quick little breather. This this came to mind because I'm not. Neither of us are drinking coffee right now. Did you see Cometeer Coffee had some press? No. The long story short, Goldman Sachs said like no more free coffee in one of their offices because it was something about productivity or cost or something. So that day, Cometeer brought a table outside one of their offices and gave away like 200 cups of coffee plus like free swag, and they got. 
press and like Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine and all these things. Oh, they probably, everyone heard about it from our podcast. Well, that is exactly right. Goldman Sachs is a little intimidated by me mm-hmm. being oh. on this podcast. They've been trying to recruit me, as you as you know, well know, yeah. to be their lead, whatever they do. And so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, commenteer, man. Good for you guys. You don't know, forget the small guys like like me. The fact that you don't know what Goldman Sachs does yeah. doesn't really mean anything because no one has an idea what really <laughs> Goldman Sachs does. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so let's move on. Let's keep going on year end planning here <laughs> after we talk about our commenteer. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> now is a time to talk about charitable contributions too, and I've always told people. Never give to charity for a tax deduction, but if you're going to give to charity, make it as tax advantageous as possible. But there's a couple things you should be thinking about. And with the new tax laws in there, sometimes charitable contributions don't help as much. And if you are RMD age, maybe you should be looking at something called we call QCDs, which is, stands for Qualified Charitable Distribution. And what that means is taking your RMD money all the way up to, you could go up to $100,000. Now, I don't have any client right now that's donating $100,000 in a year, but you could take that money and you could donate it directly from your IRA to a charity. And so what that means is it doesn't even show up in your tax return. So it gets to avoid income, which can, which has the chance of lowering the taxation on Social Security. It has the chance of lowering how much you pay for Medicare, there's all sorts of benefits in these qualified charitable distributions. Plus, if you're only taking the standard deduction anyways, then these QCDs can really benefit you. So now is a time to, to act on to act on that as that's there. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Medicare. We don't do any Medicare in our office. We don't sell any Medicare policies. But most of our clients are Medicare age or at least close to it. But Medicare open enrollment goes from October 15th all the way through December 7th. So this is a time where if you would like to change Medicare policies, this is the time that you're going to do it. So if you have any changes, especially check your Medicare Part D because those prescription drug um, formularies is the term they use. Yeah, uh, Formularies is what drugs they cover and what price. They change every year. So do make sure you're you're checking that stuff off. That was my mistake. I was looking at form G and I was just I was just filling out the wrong information. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. You you get that G and D all Yeah, up, it I sounds know. similar. But one of the big ones here, and this is kind of the last one that I want to wrap up with in in regards to planning, has to do with with doing a tax projection. And I tell every retiree, now is the time that you have way more control in your life than you've ever had before tax-wise. So by doing a projection, you can determine, do you want to add more income? Do you want, is now a time that we should be pushing income till next year? And that's different for every person, but unless you're taking the time at the end of the year to kind of do that projection, which we pretty much do for every single client we have, um, you don't know that. And by doing that projection, that allows you to to make good decisions because you don't really want to give up that year's time. And if if they're in the office at the same time as me, I can project their next few months of 
coffee, of Cometeer coffee drinking. You could extrapolate how much coffee they're going to drink over time. Now you're just showing off because I don't know how to use the word correctly. Uh, we're going to get it before the end of the year. All right, we'll see. So, now, the last bullet point. Now, I said that the last one I said was final, and that was the final planning for mm, the year, mm-hmm, year-end planning. Mm. But this one is the most fun. This is start dreaming of 2023. Like start thinking big. Start figuring what you're going to do. Do that bucket list of what are you going to do in that year? Because your money is not something that you put on a wall, and it's not art just to look at. Yeah, it's there to make your life better. So, what are you going to do next year? It's not like my Sleepy Hollow figurines. You don't just sit there and admire it. That is pure art, Dave. Pure. Thank you. Art. I appreciate that. So is the mural that you and I had painted a few years ago. Remember you and I riding that bull through the pastures? <laughs> I was worried. I was like, what's he talking about? Yeah. Anybody the, the who bull. watches Modern Family will know the, the bull. And, okay. Yeah, 2023, I think that that's the year of my arcade. Your old school retro arcade in your basement? Yes, not me opening my like full-blown arcade for people to enjoy. But yes, I think Carla might finally let me buy an arcade for the basement. Whoa. We don't have much room. Or we could put it in the office. That's what I'm trying to actually push for. And that way you pay for it. And then it just, it's <laughs> That's here. It's not happening. Okay. Um, but so, okay, the bucket list. Josh, I mean, what, what's on your 2023 bucket list? Have you not like sat down and figured it out yet? No, I haven't. Mm. And I usually do. Do you? Yeah. I'm a big bucket list planner. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's I like remember my... you about your summer bucket list. Yeah. Um, no, I have not said I... We're starting a big house remodel fix up. So it's kind of like all that's on my mind mm-hmm. is just getting to 2023. Yeah. I think we should do a future episode on bucket list items for 2023. I think that'd be great. We can ask your clients. Oh, what theirs are. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun, mm-hmm. David. So, uh, Dave. Yeah. I think people want to get to know us. You think so? I think so. Yeah. What? What? Okay. Hey, Mr. Josh, let's take a break. You've been talking for so long, and and my my ears are sore. Let's not make them snore. Listening shouldn't be a chore. So let's get to know Josh and David. Watch a rating soar. Well, I don't sing along to this. You do. Uh You do can't Uh help yourself but dance. I agree. Alex liked the music, too, just like the underlying music. Yeah, did he? Yeah, he wants just that. To be able to play in his room. Well, he does have that app now that he can make his own music, right? Didn't you oh, say that's that? right? Yeah, yeah. On, his, on, on his, his iPad uh, or Chromebook. Chromebook, yeah. yeah. That's cool. All right, Dave, I got a question for you. I'm ready for it. Okay. All right. And I actually don't know my answer for you. I, I know my answer to okay. this, but I don't know what your answer is going to be. Okay. Do you like to plan things out in detail or be spontaneous? If you guys could see the concentration on his face yeah. right now, it's intense. It's like Deep Thoughts by Dave Schmidt. I am not spontaneous. At all. I'm also not a planner, really. <laughs> At all. <laughs> you just exist. So I, you're just here <laughs> going from place to place. I'm just kind of there. like a pinball that I'm, just goes around. Yeah, I'm kind of just in the middle, man. I'm kind of like a free agent in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Josh needs me to give an introduction at one of his workshops, I'll do it, man. But, like, ask me to plan a vacation or even, like, look at, the Schmidt calendar for the upcoming weekend, I'm just not going to – I just don't do it. Josh, are you spontaneous or are you a big planner? I'm a planner. Now, I'm, gonna ca- I'm going to caveat this, if that's the right word. I'm going to – Extrapolate this? No, this is not an extrapolation. But anyways, there's a asterisk next to that. Okay. I believe that planning allows me to be spontaneous. 
And I actually got that from, I like to listen to books and read books. And one I was reading by was by a retired Navy SEAL named Jocko Willock. And I forget the name of his book. He has a line in his book that says, discipline equals freedom. And I was like, well, that's kind of crazy. But by knowing what I'm going to be doing, it allows me the freedom to make changes if I want to. My wife makes fun of me because when we go on vacation, we'll pick out the big things we're going to do together. But I will know, like we went to Paris. I knew every subway line. I knew <laughs> how to get from the airport. Like all, anything logistical for transportation, I wanted to know it. Yeah. And that way, like we could make decisions and we could be spontaneous. Yeah. We've always thought of you as logistic, logistically savvy. Logi- that was my nickname in high school. Was it now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, excuse the part me. everyone's been waiting for. Now, what I did here is I put three bullet points in our notes. Didn't read them. Oh, that's Didn't fantastic. But they're, they're potential ways that I can relate to year-end tax planning. Now, do you care to guess which one? Um, I don't know where you're going to go. I think you're going to go fall harvesting the Schmidt house. Yeah. Okay, so here's how I can relate to you, dear retiree. As soon as it gets to be September 21st, actually earlier than that, Starbucks has their pumpkin spice lattes come out. Think about August this year. It was, it was August. I've already had nine of them, by the way. Oh. I have a competition with my dad to see who can spend more money on Starbucks pumpkin drinks. I'm leading nine to one. <laughs> so his blood sugar is much healthier than mine. Uh, but Trader Joe's has their pumpkin palooza. So I plan for the end of the year by just spending ungodly amounts of money on pumpkin stuff. You go into my house right now, I have 150 bucks worth of Trader Joe's pumpkin stuff. Muffins. I have waffles. I got... Um, pumpkin cereal bars, pumpkin potato chips. Just picked up pumpkin uh, yogurt-covered pretzels. So I like to plan for the end of the year by harvesting. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw it. I saw it. All these different things of pumpkin. I have slowly gotten Landon to appreciate the pumpkin. Carla is kind of annoyed with the pumpkin. But that's how I plan for the end of the year so that I don't run out of delicious Gourd flavored things <laughs> on the new year. Huh. And that is how Dave relates to retirees. And Aaron loves pumpkin stuff just like me. So Josh, take it away. Relate to Dave. So year end planning is something, as I said in the beginning, that is time sensitive. And one of the reasons you do it now is because it, it's going to end. It's going to go away. Yeah. And if you if you don't use it, you lose it. And I think you kind of get it. You're kind of in the same boat as retirees. But as a retiree, if they don't use that tax loss harvesting, if they don't do those conversions, if they don't do the charity correctly, the end result is something they can't make up next year. Okay. They can't all of a sudden do it again in the future year. If you don't get your pumpkin spiced gourd flavored mm-hmm. meat or whatever mm-hmm. you do, there's always next year and it doesn't really matter. I mean, okay, I have a nickname for Landon and Carla. They call me Slumpy sometimes. It's a it's a mix between grumpy and sleepy. Now, if I don't have enough pumpkin to last me through the winter, <laughs> believe me, I wake up every morning slumpy. So, while it may not be as 
devastating to outsiders looking in by not having enough pumpkin stuff. Believe me, it gets ugly in my house. Hmm. I see where you're going with it. I, I'm just not buying the um, urgency of, of necessity as it comes into play there. But it, it does make sense. I guess that could probably be said about almost all of your Dave related to retirees. <laughs> so, no, I, I could see it. It, it, it is... Um, I don't want a slumpy Dave. No. And I don't want anyone to spend more money than they have to in taxes that's out there. So That's fair. Um, but... You know, you could always double up next year. Like, if you don't get the pumpkin this year, you can always double up next year. You can't always double up with year-end planning. So I went, I went to Trader Joe's this week again, and <laughs> I came home, and Carl was like, oh, what'd you get? I'm like, oh, I got a couple things of granola. We're running low. And I left the receipt in the counter. She's like, why'd you spend 35 bucks? I'm like, oh, I got more pumpkin stuff. She's like, David, what are you? <laughs> so I just, I have no self-control. How do you feel, think Carla's going to feel that you're, her, your imitation of her sounded a lot like Bex. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, every, every lady likes to be compared to her mother-in-law's every. voice. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way, that's the way it is. So, Josh, if I am correct with my dad's little surprise, can I bring the water balloon slingshot to the FSR Wealth office? You can bring it? Yeah. And uh, we can talk a lot about it, but I, I actually don't ever see myself shooting. I mean, in college, I, I have to admit I did do it, but yeah. I was just shooting at other college kids. Yeah. I don't know if I could bring myself to doing that here in good old downtown Elmhurst. Well, I would just shoot it in the back against the fence or something, just just to have fun with it. That would be fun. Maybe we could get, the, maybe we could get Thornton's over there. <laughs> yeah, bag some people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, Dave, that was a fun episode. I'm, I'm glad... Yeah, I'm glad Aaron brought up year-end tax planning, and not, not just tax planning, year-end planning in general. Mm-hmm. I'm glad so. you brought up the word propagate, or no, extrapolate. Extrapolate. Yeah, it's a big word. Yeah, I'm glad you learned it. Now. Yeah, I'm so glad. There's a plethora of words you don't know yet, but uh, we'll get there. Wow. All right, well, we'll see what I come up with for next story. <laughs> uh, listeners, we love you. Thank you for listening to our show. If you could do us the big favor of sharing this with one of your friends. Next time you're out for a pumpkin spice latte, open up your Apple Podcast app and show it to your friend and be like, Karen, you got to listen to Josh and Dave's podcast. It is life-changing. What do you think? I, I can't wait till somebody says that. Yeah. Oh, people say it all the time on the streets. <laughs> you just, you're not listening hard enough. Well, with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Debbie. Yep. Bye. Extrapolation. <laughs> Hashtag tax nerd.